0: This is Sean Durkee with Alpenfuel and you're listening to the Urban to Country podcast.
1: Welcome to the Urban to Country podcast, a collection of inspiring and edifying conversations with amazing people. Our conversations cover everything from hunting and conservation to mindful living to how to be a good human, basically all the good stuff. Hey guys, what's up? This is take 57 of this intro to the Urban to Country podcast. I am also very excited to share this episode with you. It was a really good one. It was one I've been wanting to do for a while. On this episode, I sit down with my friend Sean. Sean is the owner of Alpin Fuel. Alpin Fuel is an e commerce business that pools together some of the best backcountry food you can find. Alpin Fuel is founded. On several pillars, one of which is supporting conservation. And to that end, they are a 2% for conservation certified business. And as if it couldn't get any better, Sean has agreed to give you guys 10% off when you use the code backcountry. That's backcountry as in the place we all want to be this summer. So will you guys go check out alpinfuel.com? Listen in on my conversation with Sean Durkee. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Urban to Country podcast. Uh, we are in Bozeman, Montana for the Bozeman Conservation Convention. We've been having a great time here and uh, just rubbing elbows with some really cool people, some cool, cool humans. And I'm here with another cool human. I gotta learn how to say that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I am tongue-tied. Um, I am here with Sean, and Sean is the owner of Alpen Fuel, which I discovered... I don't know, probably six, seven months ago, and it's a company that I'm pretty excited about. So, Sean, why don't you introduce yourself, tell us uh, who you are, and uh, a little bit about, you know, where you came from, and a little bit about Alpen Fuel.
0: Sounds good, yeah, thanks for having me on, I really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. So if you found out about us six or seven months ago, that was before maybe we were even live on the web, but we launched our business in uh, January 1st, we started making sales, but essentially, last year i'll I'll go back even farther i guess i'm a montana native fifth generation montana guy i grew up in helena and found my way out to seattle and then made it back here uh, after i worked out there for a couple years but i've always loved the mountains loved the backcountry and i've just explored different ways i could get into entrepreneurship and and back the backcountry both and so um last year I was on a backpacking trip and was really struggling to find good food that I wanted to bring with me. There's so many things that people tend to bring that are just repetitive. I think me and everyone else out there, the peak baggers, the backpackers, the day hikers, we're all we were all taking the same the same things and so I got a little bit tired of that. I think a lot of people do and I was just wondering how can I support and and bring some of these new brands together. There's every month it seems like there's new backcountry food brands popping up and they're they're catering to different dietary needs and they're they're packing a lot of nutrition into their food so I my mission was to put all that in one spot so uh, we started last fall I reached out to 60 or 70 companies and and uh, just emailed them and said here's what we're doing we want to put a a backcountry food store together in a subscription box program and everybody was really excited about it so we we basically took all of those contacts. And then we started our store in January with several brands. We have 13 plus now that we offer through our store and then a monthly subscription box as well for people that want to try new things. So those products in the boxes are a mixture of what's in the store and just a whole bunch of other products that we alternate out on a monthly basis. So folks can stock up for hunting, stock up for backpacking and and try all the new food that's out there.
1: Very cool. Yeah. Uh, The thing that caught my attention about you guys right off the bat was I try, like a lot of us do who, you know, spend time in the outdoors, I try to eat really healthy. And I've noticed that certain foods do better for me. And the first thing that caught my attention was that you guys carry so many of the brands that I like to consume. You carry Peak Refuel, you carry Heather's Choice. Um, Was it intentional? that you were you know going after some more of the quote-unquote healthier options for folks like absolutely okay yeah dive into that a little bit
0: i i think uh if you go back to the 70s like backpacking food started with i mean freeze drying started back in world war ii when people were trying to find a way to to keep blood blood plasma or blood serum good for the troops overseas they were this this stuff they were shipping overseas was spoiling and so Mm. They started freeze drying then and then it found its way over to the food industry. But I think a lot of the bigger companies out there, they are more focused on mass production and uh, they maybe haven't changed their recipes in a while. They've got some (laughs) fillers in there. It's a lot of people have complained about some of these older legacy brands that they're trying to use in the backcountry. And so that's a lot of these smaller companies started like Green Belly Meals, this Chris, the owner of that, was was through hiking and traveling for for days on end, the Appalachian Trail, and traveling to Asia, and he wanted a food that he could eat day in and day out. And I think a lot of these companies are born out of situations like that, where they're they don't like people don't like the norm, and they want to find these these foods that are more sustainable that they can they can use every day. And so that's what I was drawn to was these smaller companies like that. You might not be able to find them in REI or your local food stores. But uh, you can find them all in one place with us. So we're just trying to find yes, foods that uh, that don't have a lot of fillers that are you can pronounce the ingredients. You can eat them yeah. often, and and that's that's what we're about.
1: Yeah, because I think there's a there's a desire for people, number one, to spend more time in the in the backcountry, so to speak, whatever that backcountry looks like for you. But people don't want to just go out for an overnighter; they want to go out for three or four days. And, I mean, as anybody can testify, if you're getting junk over three or four days, you start to feel pretty crappy. You don't have the energy that you need. Um, And so I think there's there's a dual purpose there. One, people want to go out and stay out longer, and they want to feel good while they're doing it. And so you're right. Some of these legacy brands that have been around for a while, um, people just recognized that they weren't doing it for him anymore and so there was this entrepreneurial surge of all these companies that said hey we can do it better chris at greenbelly is a great example of that man i i love his stuff it is just it is so good and uh yeah i i wanted to jump back um you guys you and your your wife decided to start Alpine fuel and did you quit your day jobs did you like how, no. how did that conversation go because I just imagine <laughs> I imagine <laughs> that was interesting
0: so <laughs> I've had a lot of ideas with my wife or, that I presented to her over the years and I think she's I I, I try and just present her with stuff that's actually got potential now <laughs> you know like, the entrepreneurial thing it's like hey what about this what about that and she's like no 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 she's a good voice of reason for me so Last last June, actually, I th- I think it was I started a Instagram account and I just put basic backpacking pictures on there from some of my trips and mm. and then I changed the text on it one day. I was like, I'm going to put uh, a backcountry food project coming. You know, with a little guy emoji with a, with uh, his finger in front of his mouth saying Shh, just oh. <laughs> like I don't know what the project is, but we're going to do something here. And I I started to get people asking like, what are you up to? You know, there was i started getting good feedback that way and so when i got a thousand followers i i told myself i was going to broach this idea to my wife so we sat down and we talked about it and uh it took a little while for her to catch up to where i'd been for a few months in my mind but once we both got on the same page she's like if you're doing it you got to do it all in and i'm here to help you so we we're trying to do this together Um, both of us have other positions that we do i'm a um a manufacturing engineer by trade, so I work for an optics company here in Bozeman. So and then she's taking care of our two kids currently full time and Wow, and, that is a job. <laughs> yes. Underrated for sure. Oh, so yeah. so we're busy with that and then evenings and weekends I'm working on Alpen fuel basically cool. every day. So
1: yeah. Well, and I've just loved watching how it's taken off. And, I mean, uh, we should give a shout-out to your wife. What's your wife's name?
0: Emily. Emily Durkee, yes. Emily.
1: Yeah. You know, shout-out to Emily because I, I see so many times uh, when people, and for lack of a better term, when they're not equally yoked, so to speak. Like if one person's pulling to the left, the other person's pulling to the right. Sometimes these things kind of fizzle and die. But it's really cool to see people like you who both of you support each other and and I credit a lot of what is the success that you're having to that that support that you're giving to Absolutely. each other. Absolutely, that's, that's pretty
0: cool. Definitely, thanks for giving a shout out to her. She's the one editing all the the articles, writing some of them in some cases. That's the in, awesome. The inserts that go in the boxes, she's developing a lot of that and helping with sh- shipping and product selection. So.
1: Yeah. And I think that was another thing that caught my attention about you guys was your content was really good. Your articles were really good. Your social media was really good. And that makes all the difference in the world. There's a lot of companies out there that I think have a good product, but they don't know how to tell the story. And you guys are telling the story really well. Again, how was that by design or if you just, is it natural? How did, how did that come about?
0: Good question. I, just for an example. So i some I, I try and sit down and write when things are flowing and when they're not mm. I totally <laughs> stay away yeah. but I, I wrote a blog article recently that's our best blog article by views but it's on the best backcountry food of 2019 and so mm. I wrote that one and I, I put it on a few Facebook groups and then I emailed all the companies that were involved and we're covering meals, coffee snacks, backcountry utensils uh, we're just covering the whole gamut and I, I I I appreciate the compliment on the writing. I think it's just sitting down when things are flowing, and th- this is this is what I love. I I love being in the back country. It's it's why I moved back to Montana. It's why I'm why I'm here, and why I'm doing what I'm doing. So I'm I'm happy that that's showing through in some part. But I, I wrote that article, and one of the companies that we included was F bomb Nut Butters out of Arizona. Oh, they're so great. And I wasn't at my phone at the time, but within a day, the owner of the company called me up to say thank you and that just meant a lot to me because these big companies they you can't even get them to bother to send you a price list hardly because they're they're in all these big chains and a small guy like me that's just doing just getting started with these boxes and with his store you know we're small potatoes to them so to have this guy come and and give me a call to personally thank me left me a really nice long voicemail just that just helps helps me know that we're on the right path with some of these things
1: yeah I've been very impressed with F Bomb. I don't remember how long ago it was that I—I've probably used them for at least two seasons now, and just kind of been following them on social media. And they seem like really quality people. Like they have a great product, but the thing that's been really impressive is like the people, and that really shows through. And so when I hear you say that he called you, like that just resonates with everything I've seen from them, and that makes me want to support them even more. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's very cool. So. And when people go on your website, what what's products, what services are they going to find?
0: So across the top of the webpage, you'll see one uh, link on brands. And so in that, in that link, we just showcase each of the brands. And you can down click down through the links and learn more about each company as well as what their products are. But the way if you're going to do more shopping is just to look at the products. And then you can pick by category, meals, snacks, coffee. And then there's obviously links to contact us and learn more about what we're up to. But Gotcha.
1: Yep. So people can do kind of a la carte, correct? Correct. If they want to, you know, buy just you know backpacking meals like Peak Refuel, they can just buy those. They don't need to buy the box. Correct. So
0: on back when we were in our infancy days on Instagram, I ran I ran a ton of surveys. Just that's the way my mind worked. Is like I want to see what people want, what they're what they're up to, and half and half people were split. They some wanted subscription boxes, some didn't even care. They wanted nothing to do with it. They just wanted a good source where they could get everything they needed at once and so we decided to go both paths and just see see what's working and see what folks wanted and so you're correct you can buy the monthly subscription boxes which is the cheapest option to buy the boxes you can also buy last month's box so if we just based on the minimum buy quantities that we have with all these foods we end up with some extras and so we put those on the website just to buy at a one-off one-off deal so you can try the boxes maybe you like what's in that particular month's box so that's in the subscription box section of our website and then everything else is just yeah buy just like you would at the grocery store buy one of this two of that and then one thing that we just changed a few days ago is to have free priority shipping on everything over fifty dollars so nice. if you're going on a multi-day trip that mark is pretty easy to hit and yeah, oh uh, yeah we'll ship it out right away so it's yeah a little of everything there for for people to pick from
1: that's cool Um, so when you say we ship out the boxes, does that look like you guys are in your living room packing boxes or like, how, how does the back end of all this work? I think that's the most interesting thing to me about, uh, people like yourself who are, you know, doing this as a startup is hearing like what the, like what's the behind the scenes stuff? The behind the scenes is not glamorous. (laughs) I'll tell you that. So
0: last month I went down to cold smoke coffee shop and met up with the owner of sasquatch fuel he's in bozeman as well so the exchange there was i emailed him and said we'd like to feature your stuff i knew he was in bozeman and he's he says well let's get together for some coffee i'd like to meet you so that was an hour discussion just across the table from somebody else who's really passionate about the outdoors learning about his company he hands me the stuff and i go back to my day job you know and the other stuff we're ordering from all over the country we we have to interface with many different companies every month I mean, you can imagine if you're dealing with, with one company to have in your store on an ongoing basis, you have a relationship with them. But when we change boxes every month, we have to start from scratch with a lot of these companies, Get talk to them, develop the relationship, and get their products in. So we're we're sourcing and doing that all the time at the end of every month, and then we ship mid-month. But that's, cool. for example, that's what that month looked like, but we're packing stuff in the garage and then stacking it out on the front step with a auto notification for you for the USPS to come pick it up.
1: That's cool, man. That's so cool. I love hearing that kind of stuff cuz it really just speaks to the passion that you guys have. Um and I think that comes through in the brand. So, that's cool. Yeah. Great. Let's uh for for people that are interested, um I think there's <coughs> a lot of not confusion, but sometimes it's overwhelming when people want to plan their own trip so if you were to walk somebody through let's say i I come to you and i say hey i've got a a four-day three-night elk hunt in the the back country and i don't know what to buy help me build a a menu what would you recommend to me
0: uh snickers bars and t-bones yes i love it (laughs) the t-bones definitely so i would (laughs) i would start by figuring out what their dietary restrictions are if any like what do you eat at home I think if I was just to blindly throw a bunch of food at you, it may not sit well with you in the back country. So just trying to figure out what, if they eat more of a traditional diet, then I'd I'd steer them more towards like the peak refuel meals that we've talked about, things like that. Mm-hmm. But if it, I, mean, I guess the main restrictions are more dietary needs, like um, if you're lactose intolerant or if you eat low carb, things like that. So yeah. we'd tailor it based on that. But I think for a lot of people it's, I guess just I'll, i mentioned what I do maybe is more – do you mind if I get into that a little yeah, bit of the meal planning please. on a, uh, on a yeah. theoretical trip? So Let's for a, a four-day trip, I would do – just try and plan each of the meals out. And starting with breakfast, I do about a maybe a half-and-half half mixture of cook versus no-cook meals. So mm-hmm. I'd use Pro Bars or something like – I think you had one of those at one of the recent events we were yep. at together, Pro yeah. Bar. And then Green Belly meals are great. They're 650 calories, I think. So they're a complete meal replacement. And uh, just based on my taste, I guess what I'm feeling as I wake up each morning, do I want to cook my breakfast with hot water or do I not? And when I say no, when I say cook, I mean just heating water on a stove. I don't pack any utensils or pots and pans for actual cooking, cooking. I just heat water. So... For breakfast, I do a mixture of of those, and then for lunch, it's just trail mix, jerkies, energy bars, just stuff you can basically snack on throughout the day. And then for dinner, I always like a hot-cooked meal. I don't know, something that helps helps me mentally is to know that I've got a nice, tasty, hot meal before I turn in for the night. And then I always keep a few no-cook options around for dinner as well just in case the weather's terrible or I'm too lazy to actually fire my stove up for the five minutes it takes (laughs) to cook water.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You and I are very similar. I kind of approach it the same way. I like to have a hot meal at the end of the day. It kind of just lifts my spirits, so to speak. Or if I've, you know, had a really good day, then it, I don't know, it just seems to fuel me just a little bit differently. And so I, I like having that hot meal at the end of the day. And I've been leaning more towards the green bellies um, on mornings where I'm not feeling, what's the right way to say it? It's not super run down. Like if I, if I wake up and I feel kind of like, things are good like i'm good on energy um i kind of hit that because they're more balanced right they have more protein they're not um they're not super carb heavy just because they're more balanced if i wake up and i'm just like i've been slammed um i usually try to do more carbs just to kind of get my my blood sugar back up kind of get those glucose levels back up where they need to be and so i'll hit (laughs) something like a a pro bar because they're not they're they're more carb heavy in, in terms of their macros.
0: Um, Yeah. I do the same thing. If it's uh, on the hike in, usually if I'm, uh, if I've got like a seven or eight mile day and I know I've got a couple thousand feet of elevation, I'll, I'll eat one of those pro bars before I even hit the hill sections. And that way the carbs are working for you when you need them. Definitely. I mean, your body's lazy, so it'll use sugars and carbs first for energy and then the other stuff later. Yeah.
1: And then I try to hit protein kind of consistently throughout the day um and the green bellies are great i've just found that on those days where i'm feeling run down and i need like i need to carb up so to speak to to get to the energy levels that i need that there's not too much protein is that's not the right way to say it but it's almost like there's too much protein in them and and that fills me up and i can't get enough carbs in um so yeah that's just kind of me but yeah green bellies and pro bars in the morning um jerky that kind of stuff in the afternoon and then i've really been digging digging the peak refuels lately i really love the the sweet pork one. yes oh that's The so teriyaki
0: good. one or the sweet pork and rice the sweet pork and rice
1: yeah yeah so cool yeah um anything else we should know about Alpen fuel uh anything anything the listeners should uh check out that's coming down the pipe or really anything you want us to know
0: I guess one of the main things, obviously we're sitting at the conservation convention, so we are affiliated with two percent for conservation. Yep. you'll see that on our boxes, the purple logo on both ends of the boxes, and so that's I sat down with Jared last fall, and we got that going a while back, so we're we're happy to be supporting that cause and really that's that's it. I just encourage folks to come by, check out the shop read some articles. Hopefully we can teach you something and keep you guys fueled for the backcountry. So
1: and what's the website again?
0: WWW. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm rubbing off W's. on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alpenfuel.com. A-L-P-E-N-F-U-E-L. And we're on Instagram and Facebook too. So cool.
1: I guess I should have asked you where the name come from.
0: Well, the name Alpen just means of or pertaining to the mountains. And there's a a fly reel manufacturing company in Bozeman called Alpine Reels, and obviously Alpine Glow is is a thing when the sun hits the mountains. Yeah. So there's, I think Alpine has been used a lot, and so we just did a different twist on that. But
1: yeah, I like it. It makes total sense. It fits the brand really well.
0: So and we had a small local group, friend of a friend, do our logo. They're a, again, we're a small brand supporting other small brands. So
1: yeah, and for folks that that don't kind of understand how this works to be a 2% certified business, you give 1% of your time and 1% of your income to conservation. And that speaks very highly for the things that you guys value as an organization, as a business. And I just want to give you a shout out for, for doing that. There's a lot of businesses that could do that and choose not to. And so for you guys as a small startup to make the sacrifice and the decision that that's going to be part of your core values, that, that speaks volumes and so thank you thank you for giving back to the conservation community i uh, i will say for all of us that we really appreciate
0: it and one more plug for two percent i would yeah. encourage any business small business, that's listening to go ahead and and uh take a look there so i don't know how old two percent is two years maybe
1: but it's a good question and I, I should know that but i don't remember <laughs> off the top of my head
0: of course sitka because one of the founding members yep. but you can look it changes monthly on their their web page yeah. I think it's fish and fish and Yep. And if you look there, you can see some of the members and we, we joined last October and there's plenty of members before us and, and dozens after us. I think it, there's just, they're yeah. coming on all the time. So it's a, a great cause and it's, it's pretty simple to do. And Jared can get you lined out. So yeah, give him a shout.
1: And guys, as always, everything that we talk about is going to be linked in the show notes. So we'll have links to Alpen fuel, um, we'll probably link to some of the articles that, uh, that I personally enjoyed reading. So I'll just, I'll link to those and then we'll link to 2% for conservation. So you guys can go check that out. And if you're interested in becoming a 2% certified business or 2% member, uh, there's information on how to do that. And we should note that being coming a 2% member is free that other than, you know, there's no membership to use other than giving 1% of your time. And, one percent of your income to conservation which is pretty doable like when you sit down and actually do the math it's really not that big of a deal
0: and some of the giveaways that we've done for like bha events things like that i mean those are things that we would want to do anyways and so it's just it's just makes good sense to do
1: that's cool uh as always we're going to wrap up with some not necessarily conservation uh type questions but they're fun questions pancakes or waffles oh my
0: Waffles. I like it.
1: Unless People are making the right decision. <laughs>
0: Chocolate chip pancakes Ooh. are pretty good. We make those for my kids all the time, but I straight up waffles with... Uh, Do
1: you make them for your kids, though? It it seems like you might be making yeah. them for yourself. Uh, good point. I make <laughs> one for myself.
0: But waffles with a, uh, with strawberries and whipped cream. Mm.
1: Yeah. Uh, there's one of my favorite things, and this is... Uh, I, I used to live in the South, but chicken and waffles... Mm-hmm. Oh, man. There's nothing better than chicken, bacon, <laughs> and waffles.
0: <laughs> I tried that once. It w- I combined leftovers in the fridge, and I'll just say it went badly. <laughs> oh, no.
1: Well, come come to Helena. There's a restaurant called Nosh. It's one of my favorite places to go in Helena, and she does a mean chicken and waffles. Okay. Yeah. So uh, what's the most played song on your phone, iPod, whatever you listen to music on?
0: Uh, because I'm a father of a five-year-old daughter. Uh Two months ago, it was Gangnam Style. Nice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> that's a good dad.
0: Oh, geez.
1: Um, is there a, a book you would recommend to people that they, everyone should read?
0: There, That's a great question. So I, I like reading survival stories. I guess two books. So the first one is um, Skeletons on the Zahara. It's by Dean King. It's a survival story about... Um, some guys that got shipwrecked on the coast of Africa many years ago and basically became slaves mm. for many diff- many years traveling across the desert on horseback, no clothes, a lot of these guys, just no terrible story. Wow. So that one's fascinating. And then the next one is an uh, ultralight backpacking book. I don't remember the name of it. I think Mike Cleland was one of the authors. But it's it's kind of out there, I guess. A lot of hunters that might read it think, oh, this is super lightweight stuff you know like not taking toilet paper just all these things maybe it's just it's an eye-opening book it's the guys that are cutting the handles off their toothbrushes and cutting the Mm. tags off their shirts but it it just opens your mind to how you evaluate your gear um, weighing everything with a scale so that's a book that i've learned a ton from and how to get my gear knock pounds off of what i'm taking into the backcountry so that's a great one
1: cool and my last question for you is, what is the thing you're most excited about right now?
0: Right now, uh, I've got two long weekends coming up. so That
1: is very exciting.
0: Next week, I've got a four-day weekend, and the one after that's the fourth. So, Cool. Should be good.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Keep doing what you're doing. I think it's uh, a much needed service in the outdoor space. And do you have any final thoughts before we let you go?
0: I don't. Thanks cool. for the time and the opportunity.
1: Absolutely. Until next time, guys. Take care.